Welcome to the Smart Thinking Podcast. This is my dad, Ted. Welcome to the Smart Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Ted Knightsky. This week in the United States, we are about to celebrate Thanksgiving, a holiday designed for us to fuel our inner buffalo, a celebration of survival and collaboration, recognition of the end of the summer, and all that we have grown and collected so that we can survive the winter and leap into the next season of life. Now, as we get together with our families and friends, I want to offer you another perspective and a way for you to be grateful and thankful as we move forward towards a new year. The perspective I want you to consider as we head into the next few months is this. Thank you for the challenges. Thank you for the failures. Thank you for the hurdles. And thank you for the scars. The mindset around gratitude is one I want you to think through for a very specific reason. Wisdom. Wisdom and being content in life only come from the opportunities that failure, stress, and trauma offer us. I mean this in the sincerest way. Life happens for us. And also, life, it just happens. We've talked about this a few times on the podcast, but I want to shift the context of your upcoming Thanksgiving to consider the powerful life lessons that have been brought our way as a result of all of the unpredictable challenges and failures that we have each faced. From each of the times we were hurt, disappointed, surprised, or challenged to the brink of our skills. You see, we often forget that these life happens moments are the opportunities we have to improve and grow into the people we are. I've learned over the course of my life that we can either succumb to our challenges or we can overcome them. Now as buffaloes, well, we just don't overcome our challenges. We charge into them. As a reminder, we are all leaders and leaders are anyone with influence and we lead like the buffalo lives. We see a storm coming and we choose to optimistically charge into it because we have all learned that standing still in a storm only further complicates the weird and pessimistic narratives of hopelessness that we see people succumb to in their daily lives. Scars are very powerful things and they only exist because we've grown from the injury or the moment and we are stronger. Scars solidify the memory of the event, but most importantly, they represent the power of nature and our ability to survive through what we've suffered. Like you, I have visible scars from the accidents of my childhood, internal injuries from my life that occasionally flare up, but each of them is a physical and visual reminder. Much like the sentence in a book, it explains the story behind me, behind it, behind the event. Each scar is imprinted in our minds, and each of them serves as a clear and optimistic reminder of the most basic part of our existence. We still get to look at those scars because we've lived through them. Man, I have a ton of stories about scars from the time I was on a ladder three stories up on a building and a kid hit the ladder on his bicycle and that sent me sliding down the side of the building and ending with me remarkably standing on my feet with a paint scraper jammed into my thigh. 
The scar on my wrist from a student stabbing me with a fork in the cafeteria when I was a principal. The scar on my forehead from my friend Mikey running into my face with his bike when I was five. The shoulder I can't sleep on when it's humid outside from wiping out on my moped in high school. The occasional knee pain from getting kicked extraordinarily hard while slide-tacking tackling on the soccer pitch, or my favorite scar between my fingers from my brother Tom, driving a pencil through it. Yep, just because he didn't want to do the dishes. But I want to share with you something that happened last weekend that was a great example of how scars can be so helpful to us because they help us understand that we have life happens moments all around us that we should be grateful for. Heck, It's Thanksgiving. This is what we're supposed to do. Look around, reflect, and remember. What is it that we survived through? Last week, there was no podcast because I took a mini vacation and went camping in northern Wisconsin. Now, it's November in Wisconsin, and that means that we camped outside and the temperatures in the evening, well, they were below 30 degrees. I slept in a tent and my daughter Grace and her two friends slept in a camper van that we rented for them. Our plan was to spend a weekend in Door County, Wisconsin, and we stayed at Peninsula State Park in the campgrounds, one of our favorite places to go and one of the most beautiful parts of our state. We awoke on Saturday morning. We went out for Swedish meatballs and Swedish pancakes for breakfast and then loaded our packs and went hiking. As we were hiking on a beautiful, cloudless, and crisp day, I laughed a ton. These girls are hilarious. And they're juniors in high school, so they've got a pretty complicated sense of humor, which I found myself on the other side of a few times, but they're good friends and they're close friends. Now, Grace, my daughter, grew up in nature, loves hiking and camping, and would likely survive a few days in the wilderness if she had to. Her friends? Well, they're great friends, but clearly they were newer to hiking and being outdoors for long periods, and this I saw as an opportunity. An opportunity for me because then I could geek out and share with them some of the rules of the outdoors. And as a result, they grew kind of inquisitive as we were hiking. At least, I think they did. We had hiked about four miles and reached our destination and then began to head back so that we could find a place in the woods to set up our hammocks and have lunch. As we were walking, we came upon a tree that had huge bumps all over it. It was a large maple tree, and if it were to have been sliced in half, it was probably like 18 to 20 inches round. The girls stopped and took pictures of the strange-looking trunk. Now, this is again where I finally balance between being nerd dad and kind of interesting dad. I told the girls to stand back and look at where all the bumps were. I asked them if they could guess what caused them and why they existed. They looked, walked around the tree, and they guessed things like, hmm, the tree was disfigured because it was kind of a messed up tree. Maybe there's something wrong with it genetically. To "Mm, maybe this type of tree just has bumps all over it. And finally I told them, no, every one of those bumps was caused by a human. These are scars, I explained. Each of these little bumps was caused by someone walking past the tree and breaking off a branch. But the tree, well, it doesn't let one little break or one person define it. Instead, it grows over the broken part of itself and grows a scar over it to protect where it was vulnerable. I attempted to explain it further, and I got the look like, um, you know, the one where you clearly might be talking a little too much. So I stopped talking to the girls 
But of course, a podcast emerged on the spot. And it's all I could think about and how those scars caused by others made that tree unique, beautiful, and more importantly, stronger. Which got me thinking about it. I wonder if others see their wounds from life moments as opportunities to grow more unique, stronger, and more beautiful. I mean, people who overcome the things that life throws at them are people we all admire. Normal people going through life and overcoming, getting cuts, scarring, and moving on. But with the visible reminder of the things that they have experienced and the things that have grown them wiser. When I was looking into this, I read this great quote from Dana Jenning from the New York Times, where she says that scars, for all the potential tales of woe that they suggest, scars are also signposts of optimism. If your body is game enough to knit itself back together after a hard physical lesson to make scar tissue, that means you're still alive. It means you're on the path towards healing. Scars are also in our mind. They are the wisdom that is locked in our brains from failure, sadness, trauma, and just life. Too often we think of these happen to instead of happened for moments. And that is why this week I want you to reflect on all that you have overcome this year, all that you have learned, and all the scars that you have physically and metaphorically. We have lost. We have gained. We've been challenged. We've been hurt. We've been confused. And we have also been here, just here for the experience. As you head into a time of natural reflection, relaxation, and recuperation, Please don't sit around and talk about how tough it has been or how confusing it all is. Instead, think about how life happens. Think about how we continue to fall forward on this completely unpredictable and yet wonderful journey called life. That scarred tree, that was born right next to a heavily trafficked path, endured physical damage year after year, was subject to trauma, broken branches that exposed the tender wood under the bark, and yet grew into a mighty and majestic tree in the forest. And now, now there is no human that can push it over by themselves. There's no animal that can take it down. Instead, there is a scarred and resilient example of what we can all be if we choose to stay the course of the optimist. We can choose to look back upon every challenge we've had and look at that scar with a sense of optimism. As you gather with others this weekend or say goodbye to your colleagues, take a moment with them to simply reflect on what life happened moments we've all learned from. People love to get together and complain about life, but shift it. As we head into the time of the year that is set aside for Thanksgiving, Truly reflect on what all of our challenges have done to make us stronger and better. Simply ask, what have we learned about ourselves this past year and how has it made you stronger, us stronger, or someone else stronger? This is smart thinking. As I walked away from the tree, I noticed one of the knobs that was about three feet off the ground. And it was almost polished perfectly. And I noticed that it was polished from being touched so many times. It struck me that the only people that could touch that part of the tree had to be little. They had to be children who were admiring and feeling what was that tree's trauma. And I thought, how rewarding for that tree to have so many admirers of something that must have been so traumatic when it was a tiny little tree just trying to survive in a weird and complicated world filled with so many opportunities for life moments. But that tree, it made a choice. 
it chose to grow upward and onward. So let's do some smart thinking. List the life moments that you will grow upward from. Describe which scars you are grateful for. And last, list ways you can help others see that these crazy days are actually an opportunity for growth and gratitude. That's it. That's the Smart Thinking Podcast. Hey, as always, thank you for listening, and please share and post this episode to your social media platform. Also, please remember to rate the podcast before you close the app, and thank you to the Well Pennies for their great music. If you have time, look for Golden Bear Records on your social media platform or on the web. That is the recording studio and production company owned by the Well Pennies, and they are working with some great artists that they are producing and publishing each week. Now, as you move into your week of Thanksgiving, or come out of your week of Thanksgiving, remember one thing, that as we come out of this season, we need to be grateful. And being grateful is not an annual event. It's a momentary event. Each day we need to reflect on all we have and think through how wonderful all these life moments are and how they scar us mentally and physically in ways that we get to choose how to use them. As we completed our hike, one of the girls sped up to walk momentarily with me and my dog, Roni. She said, I was thinking about those scars and knots on the tree, and I think I have one like that on my body. And so do you, Mr. Knightsky. I looked at her in kind of a, what the heck are you talking about way, and she said, well, aren't those knots kind of like, I don't know, I don't know, Mr. Knightsky. I just keep thinking about that tree and those knots, and I was thinking, what is like that on my body? Then she said, I think it's my belly button. And she turned and she walked away. Hot Hoover Dam! She was right. Each day, all of us have a physical reminder of this gift of life that we should be thankful for. Our belly button. What? I couldn't believe it when she said it. I mean, after all, your belly button is essentially a scar. We all have one, and at least I think everybody has one. And it is the physical reminder that each day is a gift. Each challenge is intentional, and our lives are filled with opportunities to be thankful. Our life has purpose, and at the bare minimum, that life is what we should be grateful for. And all the weird and challenging things that we get to experience in it, well, only they and those life experiences make life more rewarding and interesting. So this week, be grateful for the chaos because it makes us stronger. Be thankful for each scar and healed bone because we're here and honor the simple fact that life happens and the moments that fill our days always offer us the choice of either running away from it or as we will all do charging into each challenge and day that we are all blessed to have been given close your eyes and i'll kiss you tomorrow